Welcome to World Oh up. Oh, welcome to World Football Talk. As we speak, Wag Wagehurst with a goal for Manchester United against, against Real Baptiste. Very good to see from the lad. Came off a uh Palestri cross into the box. Scott McTominay shot on target. Rebound there was Wayhurst. Um very good goal. Also today in this game, the Manchester United game, which we are watching live. We had goals from Marcus Rashford in the sixth minute. It was a little uh, tuck a, take a touch, see you later type play. And uh, he uh, just shelves it beautifully top top of the uh, top of the net. Goalie can't save it. Um, we also saw a beautiful curler in the second half by Anthony um, to notch the game up, it was uh, one nothing, and then uh, we had a goal by Pereira's, um, a, a, a wazy Pereira's for Real Baptiste to make it a one-one game. Went into halftime. Antony comes out, beautiful goal by Antony. Shelves it top left corner, his specialty shot. Um, Bruno Fernandez making it a three-one game header by Luke Shaw, crossed by Luke Shaw on a corner kick which you don't see very often from Manchester United, scoring on set pieces. And uh, like I just said, uh, Watt Wakehurst with a uh, goal lasso in the, what are we, about uh, 83rd minute. Really good to see from Manchester United. Um, As we watch the end of this game, um, we have three other games going on as well. This is the Europa League, uh, UEFA Europa League, Round of 16 first leg games. We also have a uh, Juventus game going on right now versus Freiburg, team in Bundesliga. Um, 1-0 Juventus, goal by Angel Di Maria. I don't know uh, if you guys are familiar. He had uh, recently had a hat trick against Natis to send him into the round of 16. Really good uh, to see from Angel Di Maria again. First hat trick since I think 2018. So it's been a minute since he's been, uh, you know, glorified hat trick score. Good to see from him. Also putting another one in. I believe that's. I mean, after those two games, I don't think they he scored in their first leg. But <clears throat> I mean, four goals, two games. It's good to see from uh, the uh, Argentine World Cup winner, Angel De Maria. We also have a Sevilla playing right now, winning one nothing against Turkish squad uh, Fenerbahce. Um, goal coming from Juan Jordan, um, the um, is a Spanish player from Sevilla. They are leading one nothing. This is all first leg as well, so we will have a second leg next week, which should be fun to see how a lot of these matchups play out. Um, goal from Shakhtar. Donaski, Ukrainian team versus Freninord, um, a team from the Netherlands. It is uh, it's a 1-0 game there. Oh, and we just got a uh, second goal from Sevilla. Eric Lama, uh, assisted by Ivan Ratatic. Um, 2-0 there now with Sevilla. 2-0 two, two Sevilla. Here we are watching this Manchester United game. It's been a great day of European um, Europa League games so far. Oh, a little pissed over here. A little from uh, Feyenoord. Just misses. Ooh, misses a golden opportunity. Would have made it, uh, would have notched it up. Would have been nice to uh, notch that one up for, oh, and this is the uh, Sevilla goal coming in right now. Ratatich is taking his time in the box. Finds a beautiful pass. Beautiful goal. Beautiful goal. Shelves it. Um, slides it right into the left corner. Goalie moving the opposite way by Eric Leilama. Um, that is in the 85th minute. Manchester United game right now. 86th minute. Welg Wehurst playing a ball into Sancho. Palestri. Oh, Palestri looks like he's going studs in. He's going to get it. He might get a card for this. Uh, looked a little... Dirty and intent. What a player, though, this uh, this kid, Palestri. Nah, it's not as dirty as it looked. The um, camera angles made it look. Kind of just going in for a challenge. Barely touches this player. But it's snowing right now in Manchester, man. It's it's snowing. It's looking nice. 
this is uh this is the time man this is this is when football gets gets its best when it really shows you true colors can you do it on a snowy night in manchester um just like the old saying can you do it on a rainy night in stoke you know who knows it's a it's a tough game it's a brutal game very unforgiven but we move into the 87th minute right now. Real Baptiste down 4-1. No more goals from around. Ooh, oh, and we have a uh, Friday Nord coming in to attack. Ball gets crossed in. Oh! It looks like they're going to give him a corner here. Here we are. 87th minute. The Dutch Dutch team Friday Nord, if I'm saying that correctly. I, I don't know if I am. It looks, um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll narrate it as we see it. 20 total attempts from Fryanor against Shakhtar Donetsk. Crazy, man. I totally out-dominated. Still down 1-0. Five on target. Only one on target for Shakhtar. Oh, and then we also had in the United game, beautiful shot from Casemiro. Just floats a little wide to the left. Oh, man. He wishes he, wish he could have that one back for sure. Oh, it was a little closer than we would have thought. Oh, and here we are with the Friday Nars, uh goal. Let's see the buildup. He's going to take it down. Right right sideline. Just a beautiful lofted goal. Oh, what a header. What a header. Oh, that is beautiful by Equesley uh, Bayado. Uh, ball coming in from Igor Paxial. Oh, man. What a ugh, devastating for Shakhtar. Just uh, a beautifully lofted ball from outside the 18, right side of the 18. Almost plays him like a backdoor ball, and he just heads it opposite direction. Goalie moving completely to the right. Oh, man. What a what a, what a a finish we can have here in all these games, except for basically the United and Sevilla game. United leading uh, 4-1, Sevilla up 2-0. We are in extra time in both of the other games, uh, Juventus-Freiburg and uh, Shakhtar. Versus uh, Friday Nord. Back to the United game. We got Malencia making that making a run down the left. Oh, he's going to take a little touch. Loses the ball. Raul Baptiste tries to get out of it. Casemiro with a good stop. Bruno playing in Wambasaka. Bruno plays it deep. Finds Sancho in the box. Sancho playing with it. Goes for the cross. Gets knocked out. And we're looking at a corner. Looks like all of these games are becoming to a... Uh, uh, an end soon, and then we will get into the rest of the games that happened today, as well as uh, Champions League that happened on Tuesday and Wednesday. We will look into upcoming matchups for match week 27 in the Premier League. We're looking at a little nice weekend of football once again, and uh, you know, we'll go over some of the past games that happen as we look over these matchups um to determine you know what teams are in form who's playing good but let's look at these united cross bruno's gonna send it in oh and it's almost a lissandro martinez finish gets a touch on it just finds its way over the crossbar oh that could have been a beautiful finish and there you have it folks shaktar friday nord finishes 1-1 what a uh, what a comeback from Fry Nord to tie this game in the 88th minute, to say the least. All these other games look like they're be coming to an end soon. Here we have the Juventus Freiburg game in the 95th minute. Whistle should be blowing soon. Here we are, Manchester United with a corner kick again. Gets played into the box, not cleared well, and it goes out for a th- United throw-in. And there you have it, folks. one nothing Juventus over Freiburg. Another result. Another good result for Juventus. Here's uh, Casimiro playing the ball back, trying to find Sancho on the wing. Can't do it. Wildhurst with pressure. And there you have it, folks. Final whistles from Manchester United winning 4-1 over Real Baptiste. Really good to see a good... Solid victory from this United squad. It was a little uh, scary to see them go into halftime 1-1. But from the likes of Antony, from the likes of Fernandez and Weghurst, this team 
And, you know, everyone thought after this 7-0 loss against Liverpool, oh, United, that's it for them. They're out of form. You know, that 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 loss is going to determine the rest of their season. They're back, baby. They're back in business. You know, you shake off a loss like that. That's the best thing you can do. Shake it off. Don't, you know, learn from it. Don't live by it. And as you can see here, I mean, United's beating the fifth uh, ranked team right now in La Liga battling for top four spot. Uh, Real Baptiste only three points behind Real Sociedad. So very good to see from this United squad. Should run them into a good form setting for the rest of the season. Um, them United taking on Southampton this weekend should be hopefully a um, should hopefully be an easy win. Uh, obviously, there's no easy wins in this in the Premier League itself. You really have to grind out these games. But I think with the likes of Rashford, Sancho, Anthony, Bruno, uh, I really think they can really get it done the rest of the season. To go over a couple other games from uh, Europa League, just since we're on that topic, then we'll move into uh, Champions League that happened also this week. Uh, we saw a Roma team defeat Real Sociedad 2-0. El Schuare back on the stat sheet. Um, it's been a while since I've heard his name. But back on the stat sheet, 2-0 win against Real Sociedad in the first leg at home. We saw a... Sporting CP versus Arsenal game that ended with a 2-2 draw. Um, in my personal opinion, the Gunners are lucky to get out of that game with a draw. I mean, that on, not only to speak of the own goal, but I mean, just missing golden opportunities by Arsenal and Sporting CP. You know, they didn't really, uh, they didn't play to let down. They played with a lot of intensity. Really brought it to Arsenal, kind of. Honestly, like it, it, they exposed a lot of Arsenal's flaws. Um, Arsenal not starting with, you know, their main lineup. A um, couple substitutions here and there. Uh, in the midfield, Jorginho and Vieira starting instead of Odegaard and uh, Partey. You know, uh, they have a decent match coming up this week. Arsenal, they have a um, they have a Fulham game. This weekend, which I can see being a tough one for them. Partey making his way onto the field in the 71st first minute. Um, rumors are, before this game, these people spotted uh, Jesus, Gabriel Jesus, getting some training time now. So, also could be exciting maybe seeing him this weekend. But uh, a 2-2 draw there. Um, I, I think uh, Arsenal were lucky to come out. In, uh, with the draw. And then we also had a Union Berlin versus a Union St. Gilios um, tie. Uh, Saint U Union St. Gilios, a Belgium squad team, currently sitting second in their division. They are eight points off the top of the table. But a what a wild game this was, too. 3-3. Three, three. You... Uh, Union uh, St. Gilios with the opening goal by Victor Oka Boniface, who has right now is tied for most goals in the Europa League right now. I mean, this guy has been on a roll causing ruckus. He He's performing beautifully. I mean, the, the goals that he had, um, just clinical finishes right past the goalie on the floor. So fast. Goalie can't react in time. Uh, Union Berlin with a beautiful, beautiful direct free kick. Josip Jonanovic. Uh, and then we had uh, Robin uh, Gnosh with a finish off a PK that was saved. And then uh, the uh, goal to go up 3-2 also by Victor. And then the tying goal by Union Berlin, Sev Mikel, makes it a 3-3 game. Should be an interesting, interesting second leg with this game. And uh, we went over the other results that just er we already saw. Um, so, to really, we'll, we'll get more into predictions for these games on next week. 
just to see how some of these teams perform this weekend. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but we're in a, you know, these this game between Real Sociedad Roma, their next matchup, Real Sociedad being down 2-0 right now on aggregate, playing at home, should be a really good matchup. And then, um, obviously, this Arsenal side taking on Sporting CP should be a really fun home game for Arsenal to see how they can perform. Union Berlin has to go on the road. Uh, 3-3 draw. This could potentially be one of the greatest upsets right now in the Europa League. Juventus have to go on the road to Freiburg. Manchester United with a 4-1 dominant victory over Real Baptiste have to play away. Um, and then... Another tie, Shakhtar Donetsk versus Froyanord. Shakhtar uh, has to play on the road as well. Should be an interesting matchup. Uh, we'll go into that more next week. Um, but to go over some of the Champions League games that we had this week. First off, I want to start with Benfica versus Club Bruges. And the emergence of Gonzalo Ramos. Uh, Portuguese international player scored a hat trick in the World Cup, has been on fire for Benfica since his departure of Enzo and uh, Darwin Nunes. Has just been playing quality football, man. Quality football. He go has two goals this game against Club Bruges and an assist. Benfica takes down Club Bruges five to one, five to one at home. Beating them 7-1 on aggregate score. This Benfica, this Benfica team can be dangerous depending on their next matchup. You know, if they draw the likes of Man City, depending on if they qualify Real Madrid, um, depending on if they qualify as well, which they should, if they, you know, get caught up with a Bayern Munich side, Napoli side, we could see them struggle, but a Chelsea side a Milan side maybe an Inter Milan depending on if they make it through uh we Benfica man they can they could potentially make find their way into a semi-final if if all cards play out correctly for them uh but great win can't wait to see who they have to draw for the next round it's gonna be exciting stuff and that was on Tuesday March 7th and then also on Tuesday, March 7th, we had a Chelsea versus Dortmund game. Chelsea winning their first game against Leeds United since January 15th. Ha- haven't won a game since then, which was a win against Crystal Palace. They come into this game off a 1-0 win against Leeds. Um, it looked pretty dominant at first by Chelsea. They had the early opportunities. Early in the game, Julian Bront. He gets hurt, one of Dortmund's best playmakers on the pitch. It was tough to see, um, especially if you're a Dortmund fan. Tough to see him have to exit the game that early. You know, you know the if you follow him or if you follow Dortmund, you know how potentially he can disrupt the whole game. His assisting ability, his finishing ability, his uh, opening up the field, causing making runs, causing mayhem around the box, in and around the box. It was tough to see him go. He gets replaced by Giovanni Reina, an American um, winger. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't find, I've said this before, this American squad does not impress me. Uh, Not that all the players aren't good on the USA men's national team. They're good. They're, They're skilled. But at the same time, I think they lack a lot of um, creation and and actually being able to get the ball in the net or set up the ball to be put in the net. I don't necessarily think Gio Reyna is of quality of Julian Brunt. And it was tough to see. This game ends 2-0. 2-1 aggregate. Chelsea move on. Um, Sterling with a goal, which was very good to see. He... He's been uh, he's been lacking form. He's been injured. Uh, he's been dealing with injuries, ankles in- injuries. So it's good to see him come back. It was a l- he almost scuffed the ball, got a lucky touch past uh, the defender, and just I mean the finish was 
you can't deny the finish. The finish was beautiful. Shelves it in the top of the net. Makes that a tied 1-1 aggregate score. And then um, later in the game, we see a handball by Dortmund in the box. Cross goes in. It's a handball. Kai Havertz steps up to the plate and puts it away for a Chelsea second goal. Uh, And it puts Chelsea into the next round. I mean, not a lot of people saw Chelsea making a pass, especially the form they've been in. But they're there again, man. I mean, I remember when they won Champions League, when they beat Manchester City in the final. This was a team that wasn't performing well in Premier League, but somehow when it came to Champions League, they knew how to flip a switch. And the amount of people they brought into this team... Uh, there's no denying that Chelsea can, depending on who their ne- ne- next matchup is, they can obviously cause a terror in this Champions League tournament and really decide for themselves whether it's time to go home or not. Not fighting for a lot in Premier League right now. I don't think it's possible. Obviously, if they win, if they start winning games, it's possible. But I don't think it's realistic that they're going to finish top four. Even top seven, I, I can't really see happening. Um, so they got to perform in Champions League if they really want to make it to the tournament next year. The only way they can qualify for Champions League is if they win it. You get an automatic qualification if you are the defending champ, um, no matter where you're seated in your domestic league, which as of right now, Chelsea sitting 10th place, a lot of points behind. Um, so... It's going to be interesting. going to be an interesting end of the season for Chelsea. Um, It will be fun to see who they get matched up uh, uh, with. Um, But, you know, good to see from the Blues. And then um, on Wednesday, we had a Bayern Munich hosting PSG. Bayern Munich comes into this game with a 1-0 aggregate score lead against PSG. You know, PSG coming into this game, no Neymar, out for the rest of the season with a high ankle injury, has to have surgery, a couple other injuries to the squad as well. Uh, They were hurting. PSG, you could definitely tell they were hurting. They were hurting in the midfield. Defensively, they were out of shape. Donnarumma, obviously playing to his strengths, making beautiful saves. But, uh, you know, this game goes 0-0 into halftime. It wasn't until like late 50th minute. That PSG gives a bad giveaway, gives the ball right right to Bayern Munich on the top of their own 18, and um, I think it was Goretzka. Goretzka sends the ball across Chapo Muting with a finish clinical, sends them one nothing up, and then late into the 80th minute, late 80th minute goal by uh, Serge Gnagby, um, beautiful end to end football from Gonzalo. He takes it up the middle from his uh, right back position, takes it up, threads the needle right over to Gnagby, and what a finish by him as well, right past Donnarumma. This Bayern Munich side, I mean, not letting up a single goal against PSG, only letting up two goals in the group stages um, against Victor Pleisen in a uh, 4-2 victory when they basically subbed out a lot of their players. Talk about a team, man, that, can go all the way as well. I mean, I hope, I hope for Champions League's sake, they do not draw Benfica or Napoli. Um, Real Madrid would be a tough draw for them as well. I could see them drawing if they do draw. You know, man, it, it's gonna be. We'll we'll get more into it. Um, it's tough because we don't know who they're gonna play next, who they're destined to play next. So drawings are everything, depending on odds of winning the tournament um it would be nice for them to potentially take on a team that could win it um you know i i love napoli i think this napoli squad has a lot of a lot of wherewithal to win this tournament um just the way they've been playing uh they just they can't be stopped at this point um they're forward they're forward uh Victor Osihem just absolutely been dominating um, Syria. He's been playing really well in Champions League as well. So, you know, we'll see. They have a game coming up this weekend. Uh, Next week, I should say, against 
um, Frankfurt up 2-0. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, hopefully Bayern doesn't have to draw one of these uh, top teams. Uh, and then to end Wednesday, we had a Tottenham versus AC Milan game. Tottenham hosting down one nothing on aggregate. Harry Kane shut down almost the whole first game against AC Milan. And he pretty much was shut down this whole game as well. Uh, you saw Ming Song not have the best of games. Perisic getting injured, having been sub- subbed off. Uh, Romeo with a red card, double yellow, sent off as well. Um, Richarlison. Richarlison actually had a really funny quote um, when asked about the league. He said, this season is shit. <laughs> uh, this season has been shit and couldn't have said it in better words. Conte is out. Uh, and I don't know if it's been official yet. Um, I know it's been a talk around um, the team, the squad, the media. But as of right now, let's actually check this out. I, I don't know if it's official, but. There's uh, thoughts that he is going to be f- sacked maybe by this weekend. Who knows? Um, if he is, it could be a big, big up for their upcoming matchup against Nottingham Forest. But the rumors are Pochettino, uh, Thomas Tuchel, I've seen. I've seen a lot of uh, potential coaches that might take over the squad, which they need, man. I mean, they need a reset. Conte, you know... He's a good coach. There's no denying that fact. But is he was good in Italy. Um, he was a good coach in Italy. I don't know necessarily if... It's just tough taking over this Tottenham squad in general. I mean, there's been... Year after year, this Tottenham squad has been phenomenal. Uh, on paper, player-wise. And, you know, brand new stadium. And they just can't seem to get it done. They just seem like they always are battling to finish games off. I mean, you even see last week in the Premier League losing to Wolverhampton Wanderers 1-0 away. Uh, Pretty early goal, and they just couldn't find anything behind that. Couldn't, you know, it was, uh, it's it's a shame, especially for Harry Kane um, to be on a squad like this. Those are our results. Uh, Benfica moving through, Chelsea moving through, Bayern Munich moving through, and AC Milan. We have coming up next week. I won't dive into really the predictions, but just so everyone knows, we have a uh, Real Madrid taking uh, hosting Liverpool with a five-two aggregate score. We have Napoli hosting Frankfurt two-nothing aggregate. Man City hosting Red Bull Leipzig tied one-one on aggregate. And then FC Porto hosting Inter, My, uh, Inter Milan with uh, Inter Milan being up one nothing aggregate. So it should be an exciting end of uh, champion, round of 16 Champions League, man. Other football news going out throughout the world. Um, from my readings, the FIFA board, advisory board, um, International Football Advisory Board, the IFAB, has come to multiple decisions um, this was confirmed on Saturday that they will bring in the uh, World Cup type stoppage time. So for everyone that's familiar now with stoppage time, I don't know the exact like rules and regu- regulations, but majority of the time stoppage time is about two to five, six minutes, depending on where... You know how much stoppage time there was in the World Cup. You were seeing games with like ten minutes extra time. So we could see in this upcoming season, especially in the Premier League, a games that are going a hundred plus minutes. Um, you know, it's going to be exciting. Uh, adds a little more chaos to the league, chaos to in- in- individual games. But I, what do you guys think? I don't really necessarily find this is that important of a thing to have. Yes, it makes it so there might be more better conclusions to games. But I also don't find that 
this is completely necessary. But we'll see. I mean, this is a next year thing. We'll see how it plays out. Also this weekend, before we hop into uh, Premier League, just a couple games that from the MLS American Soccer, um, we're going to see a couple good games this weekend. Uh, We had Philly, uh, Philadelphia Union hosting Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire tying their first game. Philly losing to Inter Miami, but Philadelphia Union, man, they have such a good team. This is going to be one of the games of the week. Uh, maybe they could possibly route them. Uh, should be an exciting one for them. Not only that, on Saturday as well, we have a Cincinnati FC taking on Seattle Sounders. Seattle Sounders, one of the most informed teams right now in the MLS, even coming off of the um, playoffs last year. They're just, they've been playing really well. Jordan Morris, I think he has like two goals, two assists so far this season. Um, playing good football. We're only two weeks in, but uh, Cincinnati also playing good football. This should be a, a, a really good game on Saturday. And then uh, to end the MLS, uh, second second week of the MLS, we have LAFC taking on New England Revolution at home. Monday night game should be a really good cracker. My money is on LAFC if I had to pick a team in this matchup. Um, but let's go over some of these, uh, matchups that we have for Premier League and see maybe we could find some predictions that people could get, um, on board with. Uh, first game on Saturday, we have a Burmese squad taking, uh, hosting Liverpool. Liverpool red hot after a 7-0 win against Manchester United. Burmese coming off a... 3-2 3-2 loss where they were once leading 2-0 against Arsenal away. Um, Arsenal scoring in the 98th minute by a real Reese Nielsen goal, which pretty spectacular. Reese Nielsen has played 85 minutes this whole season and has three goals and two assists. I mean, the four. Uh, yes, he doesn't get in a lot uh, in the games a lot, but the the times that he he's in, man, dude, to score that much. And assist that much in that time period. Excellent from him. Um, but Bermuth, you know, leading 2-0, letting in three straight goals. That's a tough, it's a tough sell. Liverpool coming off off of such a good match week. Uh Cody Gakpo, Darwin Nunes, Mo Salah. I mean, these players are just tearing apart right now, other teams. Um Van Dyke back in the mixture in the back, playing really good defense. Trent, um, Trent playing better than Robinson in my opinion. But you know, you know how these wing backs in Liverpool play, always getting into attack, always ready to cross the ball and shoot. I don't think Bournemouth stands a chance. Um, for Bournemouth's sake too, you know they would love, love to get come out of this game with the draw. I don't think it's going to happen though. I think Liverpool take this game. Um, right now, Liverpool sitting in fifth place in the table with a game at hand, um, only three points behind Liverpool, uh, Tottenham with a game at hand could potentially go above them after this game, uh, could be finishing, could be finishing top four this season. AFC Bournemouth in last place as we speak, tied on points with Southampton, only down on goal differential. I could see this Liverpool squad winning 3-0, 4-0. I mean, if they put in any much, any any amount of work that they put in against United, they can easily run away with this game. Um, also on that day, we have Everton hosting Brentford. Everton coming off a a pretty solid tie against Nottingham Forest away. Um, you know, Nottingham Forest, luckily, luckily they have Brandon Johnson, um, the wildish player. Just scoring two goals, one of them coming a little late. Uh, the the kid's on fire. He's he's probably one of their most sensational players right now on Nottingham Forest. And um, you know, for Everton's sake, you know they're sitting a point above Southampton and, and Bournemouth, sitting in 18th place, tied on points with Leeds, who are in 17th, behind on goal differential. Uh, I mean, this bottom of the the this bottom of the table race is going to be very intense. 
It's going to pick up in the coming weeks as well. Who is going to get relegated? Does Everton flip the switch on this Brentford side that are currently sitting in ninth, um, defeating Fulham on on Monday? Um, Brentford winning three two. Um, uh, Fulham getting a late goal in the 88th minute by Vinicius, making a 3-2 game. They were up 3-1. You know, Brentford, Tony, goal, Janssen, also with a goal after being subbed in. They, uh, they have a good squad, this, this Brentford side. They really do. Um, haven't lost a game in, let's, let's just make this official. Haven't lost a game since January 7th. On a seven-game not um, seven-game either winning or tying streak, haven't lost. It's uh you know, and and their only loss coming from West Ham in the FA Cup. If you want to even go before then, you know they haven't lost a game. They they beat Man City before um, the World Cup, and you know they had a couple club friendly games, but. Since their FA Cup loss, they haven't lost a game in Premier League. So, I don't think Everton can handle Brentford. Um, I think they have a good game, Everton. I don't think they get rolled over. But, I mean, this Brentford side, man, they're just playing good football. Sitting ninth in the league. Potentially could be finishing top seven if they really uh, dig one out. I'm going to go Brentford on this. I'm going to go a 2-1 win by Brentford. Everton getting on the stat sheet, but it's going to not be enough. Uh, should be a really good game. Brentford side is a lot of, a lot of fun to watch. Um, moving on from that day, we also have a Leeds United squad taking on Brighton. Uh, Leeds losing to Chelsea and on their way down. I mean, you know, the signing of Weston McKinney. Bringing in Tyler Adams, you know, a lot of these American players, um, um, Aronson, you would think that they would play well um, as a team meshing together. They, you know, they it's a tough it's tough for them to really find form. Um, last wing get, coming against Southampton at home, um, but before that, having won a game in the Premier League. Since beating Bournemouth all the way back in November uh, in a 4-3 game. Very exciting stuff. Tied a couple games. Tied Brentford. Um, tied United. But I think uh, I think this Brighton team. Uh, Brighton coming off a 4-0 win against West Ham. McAllister is coming back in form. Matomo with a goal. Um, Pascal Gross with another assist. The, the team is just playing Veltman, defender with a goal. Team's playing with with a lot of lot of de- determination. And, uh, you know, sitting in 8th place right now. Could potentially be fighting for a Europa League spot. Um, only 3 points behind Newcastle. With a game at hand. It's very possible this Brighton squad finds themselves playing some European ball next season. And I think that's what they're striving for. So, I'm going to say... They have more energy than the team that is fighting for relegation. And uh, they win this game 2-0. I I think it's going to be a 2-0 game. I don't think Leeds get on the stat sheet. I don't know who, you know, Yonoto, 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 as good as he is, he's been struggling recently. Um, If out of anyone, he's the only one I could really see having a goal. I think if they shut him down, if Brighton shut him down, and they get on the score sheet early. Uh, it's going to be bad news for Leeds. So I'm going to take that Brighton squad. 2-0 away. Which moves us on to the uh, Leicester City side hosting Chelsea. Chelsea coming off a big win against Leeds. Uh, much needed win against Leeds. A big win against Borussia Dortmund at home. Um, now on the road. Leicester City struggling to say the least. Um, only finding themselves... Two points above relegation zone, sitting in 15th place. They've been struggling, man. I mean, last week, Leicester City loses to uh, 
second to last place right now. We're in last place um, last week. Southampton losing one nothing. It's just, I, it's tough, man. You, you can't be losing these types of games to these types of teams. James Ward-Prowse with a missed um, goal opportunity as well, missed penalty kick. And uh, Carlos Alcazar uh, with a, an assist from Shea Adams. Um, they just didn't perform much, uh, that being the Leicester side. Um, a lot of shots, 11 shots, 7 on target. You know, hats off to um, Banzanu for just keeping his team in it, uh, the Irish lad. And, uh, you know, they. this is a team that we've seen them beat big clubs by big numbers. Uh, Leicester City beating Tottenham Hotspurs, not saying they're that big of a club, but beating Tottenham 4-2. Uh, they were on a run for a little bit. Everyone was playing nice. Harvey Barnes was playing nice. But ever since they beat Tottenham 4-1, my bad, not 4-2, um, they've lost to United 3-0. They lost to Arsenal 1-0 in the Premier League. They lost to Blackburn in the FA Cup 1-0, so they're knocked out of that. And then they just recently lost to Southampton. Whereas you look at Chelsea, now potentially you know, sitting um, 7 points behind... Sixth place, Newcastle. A coming off two wins. Not saying that's great. I could see them. I could definitely see Chelsea getting on the score sheet. And I think, I think we could see Leicester City getting on there as well. In my opinion, there's going to be a one-one draw. Tough game for both sides, um, but it's going to be interesting. Um, and then to end the 10 o'clock games that day, we have Tottenham Hotspurs taking on Nottingham Forest. My opinion, if Conte's out and they bring in the likes of Pochettino, they bring in the likes of Thomas Tuchel, this could be a completely different game. Uh, no word yet out that if he, Antonio Conte's been fired, a lot of speculation if he's been fi- if he's going to be fired before the, the, the match. Who knows? Um, uh, there's a like a weird stat when a team fires their head manager, then the new person comes in, or even if there's an interim coach, there's a lot of relief where now the players let them let the players play. Um, you know, Wolves coming. I mean, Tottenham coming off a t- tough away loss against the Wolves, getting knocked out of Champions League round of 16 by AC Milan. Um. You know, they're, they're hungry, man. They, this team is hungry. You're talking about Harry Kane, one of the top goal scorers. He's the top goal scorer for Tottenham Hotspurs right now. Um, he's got to find some type of rhythm, man. Some type of rhythm from the midfield to play the ball out wide and start finding this guy's head, man. Like, I don't understand. I watch the games a lot that they play. He's always checking in almost like a false nine. Finds himself a lot of the times in the midfield trying to play balls out wide. He shouldn't be there. He should be conducting himself at the top, finding those headers on or controlling the ball, letting playing on from a uh, from a forward position, not dropping all the way in to play on, but finding the ball to him between midfield and the 18 so players can run on or he could play the ball back. Him himself can make a run. They just got to find something. Um, they're taking on Nottingham Forest too, who... Have been playing really good. Um, Nottingham Forest right now. Currently sitting in 14th place. Um, only 4 points above relegation zone. But I mean as it's been looking. You know they've been they've been having some, some good finishes. Tying Everton 2-2. Um, losing to West Ham 4-0. Tying Manchester City 1-1 at home. Beating Leeds 1-0 at home. But their away record has been a little dicey. Um, you know, we haven't really been seeing the best out of them um, on a, on away, so to speak. They beat Tottenham earlier this year in November, two nothing in the EFL Cup, and uh, lost to Tottenham two nothing at home in August during um, the regular Premier League. But I think 
Nottingham Forest is the team that is going to find gaps in this hurting Tottenham squad. Also, Tottenham, you know, no more. I mean, um, coming back soon, but, you know, not here back yet. Hugo Lloris is still out. So it's a lot of question marks in net. Um, I think, you know, I think they're going to they're going to give them a, uh, a run for their money. I think they're going to come out of this game with another draw. Uh, with a draw. I could see this game finishing 1-1, maybe 0-0. Um, it would kind of be boring, but, you know, Tottenham haven't really been scoring goals. Um, you know, they beat West Ham and Chelsea a couple weeks back, coming off a Sheffield United loss in the FA Cup, Wolverhampton Wanderers loss. Tying Milan but losing on goal dif- um, on aggregate score, I think they're in the dumps right now. Um, obviously, that all changes though if they bring in a new manager. First day pep talk, maybe a couple days before their next match, could really boost um, Tottenham's confidence coming into this match. Could be a win by them. Should should honestly they 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 should be grinding to get this win to stay in top four contention. Um currently sitting in fourth place with 45 points and then to conclude our saturday matchups we have a crystal palace squad hosting manchester city Uh, manchester city coming off a 2-0 win against newcastle foden back on the stat sheets bernardo silva with a goal pure domination honestly by manchester city against this newcastle squad who have really been struggling as of as of late off. Um, haven't really been playing their best football. Really started off as a team who could potentially even win the league. Um, at one point, we're sitting second in the league. Now sitting sixth. Sixth Newcastle. City just showcasing their dominance though in the league. They, um, they come off that victory. They also beat Bournemouth 4-1. Um, you know, this is a team that haven't lost a game since February against Tottenham and, uh, they've kind of just been running strong ever since then tying a couple games here and here, but you know, that happens. Um, but I think this is a team that are reamed ready to destroy. Whereas, um, Crystal Palace, you know, they're coming off a tough one, nothing loss. Um, Tough one nothing loss against uh, Ashton Villa, who Ashton Villa not the greatest squad. Um, before beating them, uh, they also Ashton Villa also beat Everton, but uh, you know lost to Leicester City four two, lost to Man City three one, lost to Arsenal four two. Uh, you know Ashton Villa is a team that have been grinding out games. And it was an own goal that they won by. So, but, you know, this Crystal Palace squad, they've been struggling to put the ball away. They only have, in their last last seven games, they've only scored four goals. If you go last eight, eight games, they only scored four goals. Uh, it's tough, man. I mean, where, where are your goal scorers? Where's Wilfred Zaha? You know, Alisi, as much as he sets up, you know, who are these guys that are finishing on the squad? They need they need someone to, um, you know, top goal scorer right now, Wilfer Saha with six goals. Um, Easy with four. Eduardo with three. These aren't numbers of a, a team that can take down Man City. Maybe they force him into a draw um, at home too. I doubt it. I think City runs rampant again. Um, probably win this game 3-0, I would say. 3-0 from City. I think they're just too much to handle for Crystal Palace's sake. As good as, you know, Crystal Palace, as fun as they are to watch Crystal Palace, I just don't think they have it. Um, yeah, but uh, Man City 3-0, in my opinion. But that concludes our Saturday match week 27 matchups. To bring us into Sunday, we start off Three 10 a.m. games. First 10 a.m. game, Fulham hosting Arsenal. Probably one of the best matchups that we have brought to us this weekend. Fulham coming off a tough, tough 3-2 loss to um, 
Brentford at on Monday. But uh, you know, Solomon, beautiful goal, Vinicius, even though it was late and kind of like almost like a uh a consolation goal, still a really good finish. Willian, not the greatest of games, but you know, same thing with Mitrovic. Mitrovic has kind of been very lackluster. Um, set, sets up a decent amount of opportunities, which is good to see. But definitely think, um, you know, Fulham sitting in seventh place right now. They are going to have a tough time against this Arsenal squad that, you know, fighting for the title. I mean, I don't see them. I don't see them dropping points. Maybe they get a draw because Fulham are home. Let's see. Last time Arsenal and Fulham played each other, the game finished. Game finished two uh, one. Arsenal won um, with a late Gabriel uh, Golasso. So, who knows? This could be with with Fulham now having players that you know earlier in the season it was all about. Mitrovic get the ball to Mitrovic's head he was doing well it almost looks like Mitrovic has been dealing with injuries um you know no uh Juan uh Paulinha he's suspended this game um who also has been causing a lot of mischief uh Gabriel Jesus probably a no-go same with Trussard uh you know Solomon could come into this game and cause havoc. I think so could Mitrovic, Willian. Um, yeah, I, I think with Tim Ream in the back, it, it's going to be fun to see. Um, it's going to be fun to see. Well, I don't even know who's going to start for Arsenal um, up top wise because as of right now, they uh, Edward uh, Ninketia is supposedly out too with an injury. So, if Trussard and Ketia, you know, uh, Jesus is, are, are all out, maybe they start Reese Nelson. Um, they do have Bokayo Saka and Gabriel Mar- Martinelli. Uh, Emilia uh, Smith-Rowe as well up top could play. Maybe they have to move their formation around to support the, you know, not having their dominant forward. So, you know what? Because of injuries right now to Arsenal... And because I just find Fulham at home to be a squad that you don't want to fuck around with, I'm going to say Fulham and Arsenal tie 2-2 in an electric match. Um, I think Fulham probably have to come from behind to tie this game up. But, I mean, let, we, you can't deny the likes of Mitrovic, Solomon, Vinicius, Harry Wilson... Um, even Bobby Reed getting into the game if he was to get into it. Um, they still got Danny James, Daniel James. You know, it, this is a team that it, they could be, they can easily, easily cause a lot, of, a lot of havoc to this Arsenal side, especially since Arsenal are a little banged up. Um, 2-2 draw, in my opinion. Um, and then also another 10 a.m. game, we have Manchester United hosting Second to last place, Southampton. This is a um, a redemption game. Uh, we've seen it before. We've seen United blow the lid off of Southampton. It's happened before. We've seen, I want to say, what was it? Uh, two years ago, maybe? Let me just double check so I don't get this wrong. Yeah, twenty February 2nd, 2021. Two years ago, United beat Southampton 9-0. This is a game for United that they need need to do something like that again. They need not only for goal differential points because it might come down late into the season where we're battling for a top four position because we fuck up and we tie a couple games or we lose a couple games, but we need that goal differential to be up. Um, being being where we are right now, only plus six is not that impressive, um, especially with the likes of with the likes of uh, Liverpool making their way back up to the top of the table um, with plus 19. Uh, You even got Newcastle struggling a little bit right now, but plus 18. Um, 
th- these are numbers that we kind of have to start competing with. So I, I, I think United win this game handsomely. I think they win it maybe for nothing. They should. You know, that's a it's a hopeful statement. Um, I would love to see it happen, obviously. But uh, you know, we'll see how uh we'll see how it moves, how the ball moves. Um to end the ten o'clock games on Sunday, we also have a West Ham squad taking on Ashton Villa. West Ham getting smoked by Brighton for nothing. Couldn't really even produce much. Still backing David Moyes. Um, very impressive for them to be honest, because David Moyes, he's been you know he's been a not an issue but a topic of uh, conversation where um, you know West Ham have stuck behind him. He you know he's left the squad before. Yeah, it says he's still manager of the team, so he hasn't been sacked. Um, still manager of the team, and. Uh, you know they're struggling, man. They 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 spent a lot of the money this off season to bring in the players that they have brought in, and they're currently sitting in 16th. Um, Ashton Villa sitting in 11th, 34 points, tied on points with Chelsea, down on goal differential. West Ham United only a point from relegation zone. This is going to be a huge game for them at home. Um, I could see them turning it up. Turning it up and trying to get a good result out of this Ashton Villa side who, you know, they're good. They're good Ashton Villa, you know, beating Crystal Palace 1-0, beating Everton 2-0 away. It, you know, it, it, they have a good squad. Earlier this year, West Ham went over, uh, went to Ashton Villa, beat them 1-0. So I'm going to say this ends in a 1-1 draw. I think uh, it's going to be a good game. Danny Ings maybe on the stat sheet. Playing against his uh, old club, if I'm not mistaken. I could see him scoring against his old club. Causing, uh, you know, no selly. Being respectful. That's what you kind of have to do. Been on Ash- He was on Ashton Villa from August 2021 to January 2023. Now on uh, West Ham United. West Ham United have a good team. So does Ashton Villa. It's gonna. It's a tough one. It's a, t- it's a, t- a toss-up. I don't want to give the win to anyone. Um, I just don't feel confident. But uh, to end the match week 27, I mean, there are a couple other games. We'll get into them a little more probably on Monday as we go over the results from this week. But to end the weekend games, uh, we have a Newcastle squad taking on Wolves. As we said, Newcastle struggling, um, still in sixth place, which is, you know, still battling, still there to to, to be reckoned with. They have been in kind of a goal drought, um, which, you know, not pretty, especially from a team that were scoring a a, a lot of goals, Um, getting shut out against Man City, getting shut out in the EFL Cup against Manchester United, getting shut out against Liverpool at home, only scoring a goal against Bournemouth, only scoring a goal against West Ham, you know... uh, it's uh, it's tough, man. They, this is a team that we're dominating games. We're winning games 2-0, 1-0. Now taking on a Wolf squad who have a little bit of momentum uh, coming into this game after beating uh, Tottenham at home. Now on the road, though. Wolves on the road. Lost to Liverpool 2-0. Tied Fulham 1-1, which isn't that bad. Uh, beating Southampton 2-1 on the road. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I, my assessment is this is also a tie. I think this game ends maybe, you know what? I'm going to give this game, I'm going to say Newcastle just because they are, I think something gets kicked into their head where they realize what they have at hand. I think, uh, I think Eddie Howe. Really is going to um, dig into these boys after two tough losses. One being in a cup final. One being against Manchester City. Um, a team that they, you know, you want to start competing with. So, uh, you know, you could potentially say to yourself, okay, we do deserve to be in the top four. And, uh, I, you know, I, I find they, uh, I'm going to say one nothing. 
I say they win this game one nothing. They beat the Wolves, get a nice little shutout. Um, I think Nick, Nick Pope should be back in net. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get another red card because it's been tough with uh, Luis uh, uh, Karius uh, in that. That's pretty much it for the week. We will can't wait for these games this weekend. Should be very intense. Um, very good games coming up. So stay tuned. We're going to bring you some more insight. A um, little more um, predictions and updates as we go into the rest of the season. Hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, World Football Talk. I'm Ryan DiLorenzo. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys on Monday.